This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Gohan from Dragon Ball Super, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Excuse me, Gohan, this is more of a narrator type thing. Uh, okay. Just do it more like a next time on Talk Time Live. Uh, next time on Talk Time Live. Don't quit your day job, Gohan. This week, I talk about what went down during the launch day of the Nintendo Switch OLED in Metroid Dread at Nintendo New York. Spotify reveals the soundtrack used in the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy game. And in our final stage, I will give you my review of the OLED as well as my progress report of Metroid Dread so far. All this and more as ACMG presents Talk Time Life Extra, select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extras, select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Everybody, we are back with another game-filled episode of Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. Hope everybody had a great week. I had a tremendous week at New York Comic Con and just New York in general, despite all the crazy traffic. Look, I gotta say, I've never been so proud of Philadelphia in my life more than I have when I was at New York. Because no offense to anybody in New York, but you guys in 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 the driving and the traffic is borderline ridiculous in contrast to the driving here like my wife and i were in new york and i swear to goodness every uber drive that we took that like should have been like at least four to five minutes to get to a destination drive wise took double that because people didn't know how to drive in traffic and i from what we were told due to the pandemic and due to people you know being scared to take the transit lines due to some situation where somebody got pushed off the the uh subway which is unfortunate and in, in, in borderline insane um people are driving more now there's a 60 percent increase in driving in new york and people don't know how to act they don't listen to the uh, you know they don't pay attention to the signs they're parked in the middle of the street like it made our driving in comparison which i thought at the time was crazy no nowhere near nowhere like philadelphia feel proud be very proud to this extent that you guys are way better drivers than people in new york because it's just chaotic and we thought this was just like going to be like a weekday thing because we were there you know from thursday till sunday no even the weekends were crazy drive-wise like people are just driving there used to be a point where like people in new york weren't driving at all and everybody used to say like who needs a car we don't drive we don't you know we live in new york we don't drive well that's changed and i'm just wondering how long it's going to be until people get tired of driving in that traffic in it congested stressful toxicating traffic before they go back to transit again and say screw we'll we'll deal with whatever we have to deal with there 
But man, I tell you, just you know, despite that, New York and New York Comic Con was awesome. And I'll talk about more on that on Sunday uh, when we come back for the Prime Show. What I will talk about is my experience with my side mission. Now, I've been talking about this, you know, leading up to that point, and I didn't want to say what I was doing at the time because I didn't want to jinx it. And I'm glad I didn't because <laughs> mission accomplished. I have a Nintendo OLED courtesy of Nintendo New York at Rockefeller Center. And I felt like, you know, I was going to kill two birds with one stone here. And that is in fact what I did. So basically I won't go into deep detail about it, but I will say I have, you know, on talktimelive.com right now, I have three new blog entries with my coverage of what I went through during both New York Comic-Con and Nintendo New York with the launch of the Switch OLED and Metroid Dread, the special edition, you know, physical uh, package that um, they provided. And let me tell you this, you know, I'll talk, like I said, I'll talk about the New York Comic-Con stuff there, but if you want to, you know, read my blog on everything, which includes both pictures images of what went down that day uh that i've taken i took a lot of photos you know me and my can my canon camera went rough shot on all everything that we went through and some really great images too some really great pictures in there too but also video footage as well and certain things like if you go into um the blog where i covered the launch day or the release day um i have pictures of the lines i have pictures of the uh i got video footage of everything it's just it's been tremendous but you know, I was wondering if I was going to be able to get this in my, in my head, my thought process was like, there's a more, there's way more of a chance of me not getting this than it is due. Because I mean, I already understood what I went through with the PlayStation five and I went through hell to get that one. Um, you know, and that was online. This is in person. This is, you know, the COVID um, ban was been lifted. You know for the most part you know it wasn't lifted last year with that but now people are able to get in line and get and go indoors and in store to do it regardless and man i tell you it this was this was awesome this was awesome in a lot of ways so i went in there i went down there uh some nine o'clock or so and I, I spoke to the people at nintendo new york way before i even came to new york to make sure to be prepared for what I'm, i i can expect I don't think they did it justice. <laughs> this was just the lines in this thing. And I'm telling you, go to talktimelive.com and the blog section. Look at the line. The lines were insane. Early in the morning, these people were out here since like at, at best eight o'clock to come out here. Some of them earlier than that, because there was two different lines. There was a reserve line and there was an unreserved line. And of course the unreserved had a line the lines were way longer for people hoping a lot of hopefuls trying to see if they could grab the OLED and Metroid the Metroid Prime special edition release um I tell you man I looked at that line and I was covering it and I was like there's no way in hell I'm gonna be able to get this so I might as well just you know just grab as much footage talk to some people about you know their hopes and whatever they're looking out for or whatever like that so I exactly what i did um man i tell you this this um this was a rock star line so like 
as I was approaching the place, we we just saw the line wrapped around the entire block, the building, like from one corner of a building to another, just people just waiting for it. And the deal was, is like the people in reserve, they get to go in at 10 a.m. to get whatever it is they get in, whether the OLED, the Metroid or both or whatever like that. And then the unreserved had to wait at least an hour later to get it. So I'm like, and I looked at the unreserved line. I'm like, not only am I not going to be able to get this, I'm wondering if any of these guys will be able to get this. I thought this was just like, I had no clue. I had no clue. Like because of my experience and what many of you experience listening, this is just one of those situations where you just know due to past situations that the chances of you getting a new console or game on day one slim to none well damn if i was wrong on this one because i learned a big lesson here and that was possibly like you know this is this is not just any store this is nintendo this is their store this is nintendo new york if anybody is going to have more units per sale available it's going to be them not GameStop, not, you know, um, Target, not Best Buy, not any of those guys. Like, I learned a valuable lesson here, and or, or Walmart especially. Which, by the way, a lot of those, a lot of the WalMarts in in in, in the places that I looked up after this, some of them were sold out. I know Target, I believe, was selling bundle packages for like an insane price. It was, I was really surprised. That target was doing this like they were selling them for a double the they they were upselling and i'm surprised to see that a a company would upsell a console like that like the, the damn things 350 bucks plus tax they were selling it for like 6.99 or whatever like that and some of them didn't come with any anything there was a one that had dance dance revolution or whatever you know or whatever the the new dancing game that they had on there but i saw six nine and i'm like that's ridiculous so i don't know what was going on with that situation but gamestop sold out best buy sold out um walmart sold out as well and reason being is because they get a limited amount of units sold there well nintendo new york is not any of those places they are the central of it all they are they, they're 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 grounds i want to say ground zero but uh, they are they are the prime of it all and um apparently they did have enough to accommodate people because let me tell you i left for the day it was nine o'clock i left for the day my, i went back to my uh the hotel by the way the yotel new york is awesome i'll talk about that on sunday as well but um which is the hotel that i stayed in um but and thanks to my man eddie from repop to you know for you know suggesting that place it's just awesome but i digress i you know it was it was like we went back and we just did our thing for the rest of the day we um it was friday actually literally it's been a it's a week from today a week past today that this happened i was there today Oh, this is Friday. This is like a week later. And um, I'm telling the tale. <laughs> and we did our thing. We just went to um, check out 
New York uh, Comic Con for the first time ever officially. Uh, we got there Thursday. We went in for the night just to check things out. But Friday was the initial day that I was like literally covering everything, and it, it and everything and everything just went down from there. So we planned to do a few things outside of New York Comic Con, um, which is something I never did in San Diego Comic Con. And I thought that was awesome too. That, that's what kind of differentiates my experiences with you know new york comic-con is that like san diego comic-con it's like once you leave san diego comic-con there really isn't that much else to visit or you know go with within a certain block radius but new york is new york man there's plenty of places to check out in new york so luckily due to my schedule and due to the panels that i weren't able to see because they were in different days or they clashed or whatever um that gave us time to just venture out side of the javits center and you know do some other things one of which was to go to the lego store okay sub side mission because the other thing if i wasn't getting the oled then i damn sure was going to get the damn lego um the lego nintendo the lego nes set which i now have also so i will be doing another blog entry coming soon with my build on that so I'm looking forward to that because I, you know, I remember I got the Voltron Lego uh, set, which is awesome and very sturdy, I might add, because I had a whole entire ceiling fall on it and it still stayed intact. Kudos to that. <laughs> um, but now I got, I, now I, I really, when I first saw the NES model, I was like, I got to get this. Eventually I'm going to hit New York and that's the only place I know that I could guarantee to get it. I'd rather get it in my hands, not have it being sent to me or having a possibility of trying to find it in different places because I know they were going to be limited to places that they sold. It's the same thing with the uh, Lego Voltron. I, I got it from um, Lego um, New York as well. And um, mission accomplished. I ended up getting the Nintendo NES Lego set, which uh, I am so excited to get together. I'm, I'm not I'm going to start working on that next week because I knew coming back from New York, I had a lot of work to do. I had to, you know, put all these pictures together for the website and the video footage for the website and and the ACMG Facebook group and all this stuff. And I had a lot of work to do and, and these blog entries and writing and all this stuff. So I, there was going to be no time for me to be. And plus, I got to play Metroid you know uh dread of all things so there was i had so much going on that i there was no way i was going to be able to factor working at it because once you start doing the lego set it's going to take it, it, it's going to take your it's going to take uh time away from you so and plus for me i can't speak for anybody else but for me playing a lego set like it, it's it's tranquil you talk about something therapeutic and something that can build on mental health legos Legos are actually pretty damn good, especially when you got a build like this, this elaborate um, to make. So like I, I really had to enjoy the Voltron build and I think I'm going to absolutely enjoy this one, too. So I'm going to start on that next week and, you know, do my thing and, you know, do another blog entry for it as well. I got to do the Voltron one, too, because I, I did that before I even had the new website up and was able to do any real blogging and stuff like that. So I still got my pictures from that and they're awesome. So I will most likely bring that up as well uh, during the time. But yeah, so I, I went in there, got it, you know, mission accomplished on that note. And we were planning to go back to Nintendo New York because one of the things that the clerks were telling me too, and he made it seem like once all of these people 
you know, finish what they do. You know, whatever they still have, they still have. He almost made it seem like there was going to be a typhoon. Like the whole place by the time we come back is going to look like a typhoon and there's going to be no items left. Oh, man. Was I was he ever so well, he was kind of right on that, but a wrong on it at the same time. It, it, not everything was sold, but um, we went back because I wanted to pick up a few things. I wanted to maybe get a new sweatsuit from there, which I got. I got the Metroid Dread um, edition uh, hoodie with a pair of new um, Nintendo slacks, you know, uh, sweat uh, sweatpants that, you know, looks awesome. A lot of the ACMG members saw me with the. Uh, me taking pictures with that on it look it is dope it is dope like um it has on the back it has um samus samus uh with you know fighting off against an emmy hate those damn things i'll talk about that in our final stage trust me um stupid emmys <laughs> but it also has some um you know the the um the text and the font and language and everything that you see in the game as well on the front it's it's really dope um so i went to go get that and then maybe another joy con because you know i wanted to just grab another joint con in case the ones that i already have just failed um since i wasn't going to get a new oled anyway until i went in here and i went up to the counter and i'm looking behind the cashier and in the cashier's counter there were at least uh, like a half a dozen OLEDs that I, me and my wife swore down like, nah, that's gotta be just a display. That has to be. And, and take note, shout out to my man, Craig, because he did look out for me. I felt like he, he hit me up. He hit me up um, prior to like on the same day, because I know he said he was coming to New York as well to check out Comic-Con as well. And but he's also aiming to get the OLED too. He was going to look out because if the lines were that long, there was no way I was going to be able to get it. So he actually wind up getting one for me to an extent, but with the idea that there was no way I was going to be able to get one. So going back to me being at the counter ready to buy my stuff and seeing the OLED, I immediately called Craig back and say like, are you sure you actually have this? Because I am looking directly at the OLED right now. And this guy's telling me I could grab it. And so he was like, all right, no, you know what? Do that. Get the OLED from there. And I'll just, you know, rather sell it to somebody else or just get a refund on it and all this stuff. And I looked out for him because he, he went through a lot to get that too. So like it was his anniversary. I looked out for him regardless and, uh, and, and took care of him for that note. And, but I end up getting the OLED day one. And I can't tell you how perplexed I am about this because I saw if, if you go in, like I said, if you go into talktimelive.com, you go into the blog page, which I cover the whole entire thing, you see the video footage and you see the note. There was, I looked at that, there's no way, no way this could happen. And in fact, it did. And I was able to get the Nintendo Switch OLED, which I am looking right at right now. I have been playing nonstop. I absolutely love it. I'll talk more about that in a minute or in our final stage for that matter. But man, it was just, I, I just couldn't fathom the idea to just have. Only thing I can suggest is that only in Nintendo New York at the source, at the prime of it all, they will have more than enough units of this system to give away than anything that's there were over 
I, I gotta say this it had to be over at least 200 a little bit over could be more 200 people in that line some stacked in two some stacked in three it it's it was just unbelievable it was absolutely unbelievable and some of them were just to get the metroid you know a dread game but others were absolutely to get the oil oled in both i i it just i they i can't even fathom how many units they had to give you know to give away but they did have units to give away and don't behold i end up getting this so i was more than happy i i i man did i come out like a bandit the the plans for new york for this new york trip couldn't have gone any more literally i can use the word perfect for this because everything i set out to do in terms of getting certain items it superseded my expectations including the item that i'm looking at to my left in my living room right now which i'll talk about on sunday as well but and that was a big one that was a huge like in terms of you know value cost everything it just significance it was huge but my goodness this couldn't have gone any better like and it, the even better part about this and i feel bad in a sense for those who waited in that line early in the morning was i just walked in there went in line got the oled never had to stand in that long ass line not once never had to be just walked right in and grabbed it it was like after all the chaos was done i just walk in and grab the rewards i mean it it was just awesome so like my wife and i celebrated we went to uh suvran tantan uh, um totan and uh unan noodles and and um in new york and we went there before it's awesome 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 restaurant udon restaurant food is so damn good worthy of a victory on air and uh you know here we are i got the oled i'll be talking about my thoughts on that uh in a minute and um dude it's, it's just awesome it was just a great experience even if i didn't get it i just love the fact that i was able to cover the pandemonium of people out there for nintendo folks let me tell you if you ever hear an argument about whether nintendo is as good or equally good as the playstation or the xbox in terms of popularity in terms of you know um sales and profit i mean there's plenty of different ways you could look at you could you could look up stats you could look up you know um insight you know data on the sales of the uh, of the uh, nintendo switch and nintendo in general but if you really want to get a quick understanding of how popular nintendo is go to my blog let somebody show them send them the link to my blog they'll see pictures they'll see videos it'll shut them up it'll absolutely shut them up there's no argument i don't even think xbox gets lines this long okay that's legit and it's definitely they don't definitely get those lines in japan like if if japan if microsoft and japan saw the lines here in new york they would be sh they would be at all they would wish they had like if you see xbox photos of xbox uh launch days in japan those there is never a line there's let alone not even there's not even a reserve line amount of people 
for the Xbox. And I'm not trying to, you know, dog out Xbox like that, but it is what it is. Let people know how big Nintendo is. Watch that. So one more thing I want to talk about before we go to our final stage room. Um, now, yes, I, I want to I, I, I'm going to say progress report because I am still in the midst of playing Metroid and um, there's no way in hell anybody is going to be beating that anytime soon. At least not me because I started late. You know, I even though I got I had it launch day, I couldn't even play it until I got back home thoroughly because they were. It, you, I mean, if you played the game, you understand why. But I will give you my progress report and what I think of my experience in it so far, which I'll tell you the reason why I'm I'm drop dead tired right now. A lot of it is because of that game. But Spotify and Square Enix revealed the soundtrack for uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy video game that is coming up on the 26th. Um, I already have mine reserved. I'm ready for this. I'm looking forward to this. And even more so because of the lineup of songs, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy has been known to uh, play a lot of classic hits on the uh, on the movies and on the uh, the animated series as well, uh, as well as the Telltale game is, you know, that's the theme that, you know, Star-Lord plays a soundtrack given by his mother of old classic hits from the 80s, 90s or whatever. So that's what's happening here. Some of them are, I mean, I won't go down the line of all of them. There are about like 30 songs that will be available here. Two of which it looks like they are originals for the game. And then the rest, and then 28 of them are actual hits from actual people like from Motley Crue, Loverboy, um, Wham, you know, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go will be on air as well. Uh, Bobby McFerrin, Don't Worry, Be Happy. It's going to be very interesting. Pat Benatar, Hit Me With Your Best Shot. I wish I Love Rock and Roll was on air, unfortunately. Uh, Billy Idol, White Wedding. Awesome. That's a good one. Uh, Def Leppard is going to be on air. You got Tears for Fears. Everybody Rules the World. Love that song. One of the greatest. Oh, wow. Um, New Kids on the Block has been added to this. Tainted Love is in here. So you're going to hear some, you know, classic cliche hits, if you will, here. Um, this one, I was a little, um, a little disappointed. I, I, I like this song, but it's culture clubs to I tumble for you. I'll see how they factor that into the game and the story, but I would have loved to have heard rather time or, you know, uh, uh, karma chameleon or something like that. The culture club has so many awesome, awesome hits. Do you really want to hurt me? Stuff like that. So we'll see how this plays in. So, um, Twisted Sister, we're not going to take it. The, apparently the 2016 remaster version, um, Kiss, I Love It Loud, you know, just Blondie's on here, call me. So, I mean, it's a, it's a quite a few, but the one that really stuck out to me the most, The Final Countdown by Europe. Okay. Can, let me tell you people why that song is so significant. And the reason being has to do a lot to do with pro wrestling i don't care what anybody says when this song came out originally it was used during the legendary match between rick flair and ricky steamboat and they used that song and everybody who's ever watched pro wrestling remembers this song vividly because of the, the video package that they use to talk about the one of the greatest wrestling rivalries of all time and somehow it, it 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 migrated into popularity 
you know, cult based popularity to throughout other things. And I believe that there is a six degrees of separation from this event when it was played, because this is the first time a lot of people loved it and it worked beautifully for this rivalry because it was like a rubber match type of situation. Steamboat beat Flair, uh, you know, and, and they had to, they had like a trilogy of matches. T technically they had way more than a trilogy of matches, but from pay-per-view standpoint, they had three matches. Um, they've done a lot of house shows. I've watched them face each other live and it was awesome. But then uh, shortly after that, or not even shortly, uh, like a decade later or so, we got Brian Danielson, now AEW wrestler, who at one point when he was in Ring of Honor, he used that song as his uh, theme song as paying homage to that match in that rivalry and he considered himself the best in the world anyway so you know and he considered himself to be in that same class as those two and yes he is rightfully so like i couldn't imagine him you know wrestling rick flair in his prime you know back then or ricky steamboat in his prime i think he would have had phenomenal matches with him so he started using it and the thing was the idea was because Brian Danielson is no longer with the WWE that people wanted him, me included, wanted him to use that song. However, Europe wanted a ton of money, a ton of money for the use of that song. And it's funny because it's like, all right, who's using a song right now that is giving them the entitlement to think that they can, you know, get that much money. It's reasons because of this, because Marvel is using that song now. Marvel must have paid them a and uh, an incredible amount of money to use that song for the Guardians of the Galaxy game. So it's like, all right, if Marvel's going to pay that money, Tony Khan has to be able to pay that money as well for the use of the song for Brian Danson. So I don't know, maybe down the line they'll use it. Maybe down the line if they start, you know, getting more money off it. But they said it was just way too much money to you know by the race and they and and tony khan from you know the owner of aew he's forked in money for a lot of original songs from people and he's like i, I think up to seventy five thousand for the jungle boy song for um i forgot the name of that song but um you know for his theme song so it yeah i can imagine i can only imagine what they're trying to what they're pulling for that so they wind up just making an original song for daniel bryan using the flight of the valkyries which is good it is it is as good as you could possibly make it i wasn't a big fan of the flight of the valkyries deal because i knew it was like a way to it was more of a terms of it was more it wasn't a term of endearment when they used that song in wwe um it was more of a hazing type of situation but he's turned it around and used it against them in this case but these are some of the songs that you will hear on the Guardians of the Galaxy playlist. I'm looking forward to it. I am hoping that we have a much better experience with this game than we did with um, Marvel Avengers. Like Marvel Avengers took over a year for it to be a solid game. And this game, what makes this game promising to me is that this is not a, it's not gonna have the online reliability or, you know, capabilities this is a single player game which means it's going to cut ties with any of that online crap and i hope they keep it that way because i think that will keep it from tamp 
keep them from tampering with it to a point because when it's always it's always iffy when you got these games that are so online reliant that any update can actually kind of mess something else up or give an, or create another bug for something else so i like that this is going to be a solid single player experience i am hoping that this will be much more successful than that in this case so we'll see so folks that will do it for this segment uh we're going to take a break come back and i will give my review of the switch oled along with my progress report on metroid we'll do all that right after this ladies and gentlemen this is dax xavier josiah the host of acmg presents talk time live the podcast you want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime comics movies and games such as this is miley Flanagan, the voice of naruto this is stephanie shea the voice of sailor moon this is ruben langdon voice of ken masters and dante from devil may cry hey there this is kyle abear the voice of ryu from street fighter 5 this is chris battle character designer of teen titans go here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! reached the final stage of this program and i'm here to review the nintendo switch oled just uh, launched last week literally a week from uh today and i gotta say it was worth the wait it was worth everything that it was and give me let me put it to you like this if you have the original switch and you're you aren't able to get the new uh switch right now don't don't threat it's not to a point that it does too much different than the old one there are some there are definitely some cosmetic changes some some processing changes battery life is i mean there's some there are some changes but don't make don't get it twisted like the old the original version still really good the original version is still really really good um despite the fact that you know the screen is not as big as the new one as the oled um and other things but i mean it's still good don't get it twisted i just for me personally one of the biggest reasons why i wanted to get the oled was because i wanted to retire the original one that i got since i had i had it since 2017 it's still going strong there was nothing going there's nothing wrong with the old one and the reason why i will never get rid of the old one or it will be now hanging on my shelf why because it was signed by yoshinori ono the executive producer of street fighter four and five you know during my time at san diego comic-con and i've always been worried about carrying that thing all over you know possibly scratching the the signature on there uh even though i sprayed enamel on there so it won't do it i just wanted to be i wanted to preserve it as much as possible so now this was my chance because i actually honestly before the switch oled came out i was looking to buy a just a whole nother you know switch and thank goodness uh best buy did not have any more units sold because i would have got it when i got the um 
the PlayStation 5 as well and in, in my new TV. But it just it never came to fruition. Mostly, I think most uh, the reason being is because they were about to announce that this new one is coming out and they just stopped all stocks on the old one at the, at the moment. So that, lucky for me, that didn't happen because I would have been really pissed if they would announce that this new system was coming out and I brought the new one. So I, I would have been fairly, I would have been absolutely pissed. Luckily that didn't happen. And luckily everything happened the way it did. So I am grace, uh, gracefully retiring the, uh, the Ono switch, uh, which is on my shelf right now. And, uh, this new one, I gotta say, I love it. I love a lot about it. Um, I would say for, if you own AirPods, I think this is the part that is better on the OLED as opposed to the original, because I got Apple AirPod pros, which has the noise cancellations and all that stuff. And it has really great sound. I mean, I, I learned a lot about I, the true quality and nature of the AirPod pros on this trip, because I never watch movies on the um on my ipad before using those i've only played like um music and on my iphone and all this stuff i played movies on that thing or watched some tv or whatever or anything i didn't realize how great the sound of the ipod uh the uh airpod pros is and how much they travel clearly crisp and beautiful on there well it does the same thing for the switch oled and it which is a bit of a contrast from the original switch I didn't feel like I got it got as loud as I could have on on the switch um, and I was still able to hear stuff. But I on the on the OLED, the audio quality is much better using the Bluetooth on here, um, which they just added on recently, finally added, I might add. Uh, but I feel like it works better on the OLED than it did. And I was able to, you know, do noise cancellation and hear it even more clear and um, it plays awesome audio wise on here so that to me is one of the benefits of that as well of course the wider screen looks beautiful getting to see uh everything you just in a, in a slightly larger scale is it's you know everything just a little bit bigger um before i was playing um before metro Dread came along i was playing you know kakarot um dragon ball z kakarot i should say on air and it's just stunning it looks beautiful the, the colors do look more vibrant and, and saturated on there. Um, it don't, you don't really even need that much brightness on air for it. And it still looks great. I love it. The new kickstand that is on air is a big, 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 big deal. And not only is the kickstand a big deal, I love the way when you open it, cause I have it in my hand right now. I love the way when you open it. Cause if the old one, the original one, I'm trying not to say old, um, but the original one, you know, you got that one little kickstand in the back, which it wasn't perfect by any stretch. Sometimes it would, and it would be unbalanced if depending on where you have it, it wouldn't stand properly. Well, now they got a, one that covers the entire back of the, of the handheld screen. And not only that, it doesn't open loose. It's not as loose as the other one. It actually has some restraint to it. So when you open it, it opens slowly not you know and it, it's it's going to be harder to break this one and of course a lot of people when they first got the original switch one of the problems was trying to open that kickstand and you know put it on tabletop 
when it was like one tabletop on the left on or on the right and it was trying to hold the entire screen up sometimes it would fall back if you didn't balance it properly but also even worse people will break it and it was easy to break so you had to be very careful it was very delicate well they that design flaw has now been solved this whole back area is just awesome uh it's very stern it's, st it's sturdy um it's it, it's it, it really opens really beautifully it, it, it's not loose at all so and you could do it you can hold it you can now the cool part about it is that like on tabletop mode it could go from 95 to 45 degree angle on there so i that's a big addition not only that the memory card your sd card is put in in a better place too it's a little bit more secure area easy easier to you know take out too where it was like it was uh vertical you were in you insert the sd card vertically now you do it horizontally and there's like a bit of a slide in so it, it's you know like i said a design improvement here with this where you're able to um you're you're able to you know just push it in take it out really easy and install your card there so that's a big big deal as well the battery life also you could tell the difference between the battery life um it is slightly longer than it was before in terms of like playing it without using the adapter um so that is definitely i think it was longer than two hours than uh than normal because I, I was playing it without the cord and when it was fully charged for quite a while before i put it back in and um just time went by and it just i totally forgot that it was there and you know it, and it charges faster too i would definitely say that um the as far as transferring um account information because again i'm no longer using the original i transferred all of my my american account and my japanese account over there and with no problems user-friendly easy to do flawless near damn i would say flawless i would definitely say flawless um i had really had no problems putting either accounts back on so everything is as if it was already been in there so um the only thing it did though is reformat the card which i had no problem with um i have the nintendo online uh you know i i subscribed to nintendo online so all my save data is in a cloud so I had no problems transferring all that information in. and again this is why they have the online and the cloud save thing so they they have um they justify their means to charges for clouds uh space and everything all my save data was immediately back on to the game and i was able to save and start fresh from where i was like i like i said i was playing dragon ball uh z kakarot on my uh original and I picked up where I left off on the new one, like, like with no problems. So I like that idea. The extra internal memory space we got now 65 gigs internal space. Of course, some of it has been taken away for the um, for the operating system, of course, but uh, still a lot more space than what we had before. Plus, I have my SD card, which is about like 450 gigs or whatever such like that. So, you know, that it all works out it really all works out better but i got more internal memory space that i can use now than i ever did before so that that helps the whole thing the processor doesn't heat up the back of the switch nearly as much as it did before and that's a big deal because as much as i love the original it does get really hot and i had to buy i had to buy actual um covers and all this stuff 
to keep the heat from me. I've been playing it for quite some time and it doesn't, it's, it still gets warm. It gets warm, but not hot where like you gotta move your fingers and there's some form of discomfort in the back. There's no discomfort in the back. It gets slightly warm. Uh, probably down the line, maybe I will still get a, you know, back shield for it maybe, but it's not really needed. Honestly, is really not needed for this point. I did get a shield, of course, for the screen itself, a protective uh, shield, a plexi um, shield immediately. Um, in fact, I am I, I did an Amazon order because I totally forgot to probably pick up one at the Nintendo New York store, nor did I even know if they had it. And I actually also forgot to buy the case because I actually have a Zelda case here that I could have used, but I never brought it with me. Uh, I could have brought one there, but I didn't. So luckily I got it home safe and flawless and untouched and everything um and i was able and by the time i got home the shield was already here because i ordered it like a few days prior to i was coming home for amazon so again amazon shows its worth <laughs> here as well so and of course i love the white joy cons i think in addition to the fact that i have the um the playstation 5 now i have a all white you know nintendo switch as well so i i've that's pretty cool. I have a matching pair of gaming units here. Uh, so all that works perfectly. I absolutely enjoy this. Um, and even though I liked the Hori controllers and all the stuff, I, I really like this white, this white, you know, controllers too. Plus, I don't know what happened, but they started jamming up on me. Like truth be told, the, the um, Hori, is it the Hori controllers that I, not the Hori controllers. Let me not get the wrong one here uh what was the, the recent ones that i just reviewed a while back it was the Bimbok. yeah the Bimbok controllers for some reason started you know glitching and, and and stuff like that so i'm hoping that along with all the other design flaws that they had in here that the the drifting i hope they solved the drifting issue with this i really do i that will that will be a to be continued type of situation um because the drifting issue is still a factor with this. I hope that these white ones will be different. Uh, I did, of course, buy another pair of Joy-Cons just in case, regardless. Uh, I, you know, the Joy-Cons that I said that I, I was gonna, I was originally attempting to buy when I came back into the store, I still got them. Because if you've played Nintendo Switches before, you know damn well, it's a possibility that the drifting issue may be a factor, even with the new one as well. Hopefully, Hopefully that's this thing is solved and we won't have to go through that again. But nonetheless, I enjoy the, everything about this thing. Uh, it's so much better. Even the buttons, the power button and the volume buttons are changed as well. Um, just everything about it feels great. And again, every game that I played it with, it works beautifully on. And uh, God, I, I, you know, I love, love, love this system. <laughs> it's just still, Nintendo's best system ever. Absolutely uh, the best. With that, if you're looking to upgrade your Nintendo Switch, I would say if you can't, don't worry. Your, your original Nintendo Switch is still awesome. But if you do want a little bit of more shine to your Nintendo experience, the Switch OLED is in fact a great investment to your to it to leveling up in your uh nintendo gaming fact um fandom i should say or gaming experience and if i give this a grade i still give this an a plus i mean they they 
improved on so many things that the original one didn't have so um go out of your way to check it out if you can uh but i would definitely say if you're near new york your bet if you can get to new york go to the rockefeller center go to the new york uh because i guarantee i would not have been able to get this in philly I, or actually that's not true because craig had it for me too but um you know had he not gone that early and i didn't have anybody like it, the chances of me getting the switch oil led might not have been as easy uh as it been but the best possible way to get the oled without any trouble or having to get there early or whatever go to new york go to rockefeller center make a trip out of it uh if you're in the new jersey area or hell even the delaware area here or in the philly area if you're if you're hardcore like that take a trip there's a lot of things to check out in new york anyway that can be just one of them so there you have it folks that will be it for that but one of the biggest reasons for getting this is to play that damn metroid and boy am i playing this metroid i haven't beat the game yet and that's why this is more of a progress report than a review i'm getting ever so closer but i'll let you know what i'm going through right now and why i am so tired is because i've been playing this game every night i normally go to bed at a certain time i have exceeded that time every night because i get so engulfed in this game i get so wrapped into this game this game takes me down takes me deeper down the rabbit hole and i was just talking to people on um on the acmg facebook group my man michael uh lipson um on air he's a really awesome dude by the way too uh just he uh he, he does a lot of camera work for the philadelphia phillies and but he's also a avid gamer and retro gamer aficionado but he was playing the game he said the same thing i said like it it gets you he beat he managed to beat the game so congratulations to him on that uh i knew he was playing it earlier than i have because I, I just didn't have the time to start my game experience until like some really until this week I, I played a little bit when i was in new york and i realized that like there's no way i'm going to be able to play this game and be able to do the things i need to do i cannot do it and there's a reason because i am tired <laughs> okay um but yeah i I've, i've played this game i'm thoroughly deeply in uh i could tell you where i'm at now worlds i've reached right now the worlds i've reached and, and let me tell you this before i even start that like and I, i i know that a lot of you listeners right now can attest to this but it puts you in a place like it's not an easy game to play but it's not a hard game to play either and it's a game that requires you to work smarter not harder in some cases other cases it's like you have to really focus and understand and it trains you it, it will literally train you it's not only how to you know play the game while playing the game but it also show it after dying so many times and you know there's not one per there's only a rare amount of people who could do a speed run of this game and do it as perfectly um i hope those same people are dating that's all i say about that but uh, no all jokes aside like this game will have you when you should like at times when you should be frustrated you're not because you know eventually it's more or less than you just needing to figure out the patterns and you need to figure out ways on how to master the techniques and abilities that you have in this game 
And once you do, there is a huge sense of satisfaction and accomplishment when, uh, you know, defeating bosses or gaining certain abilities or whatnot. It's that same feeling. It's almost as I wouldn't say the same feeling, but it's almost that same feeling that I had playing Breath of the Wild, except Breath of the Wild was not nearly anywhere as intense nor as frustrating to get through and it's not and i, I don't want to say frustrating like it's an it, it, it's one of those situations where you throw your controller across the room type of situation because sometimes you know i play games for comfort i play games just to feel good this is not one of those games that like if you're playing if you're trying to play this game for having a comfort moment this is not the game that you should be playing this game is strictly here to challenge you it is strictly here to train you it is strictly here to you know you have to work for your rewards you got to put in that work like my man anthony on the uh in the group said it's that work it literally is that work okay um so but in in hindsight it is absolutely rewarding it's not like you're going through this stuff and there's no payoff to it there's a ton of payoff to this game where it's like, even though you finally beat a boss or whatever, or you get through certain things, I not take note, I do take breaks from this game. I do play other games and then come back to it because I know if I play too extensively, I will then be frustrated. But I realize I've realized all my limits and I do tend to get back and go rather play another game or do something else real quick, come back, get my bearings, you know, with me. And then I end up getting through. And then the when when I finally do, it's that level of satisfaction. This is the same thing that happened to me decades ago when I was a kid uh, in the late 80s, maybe mid to late 80s when Met the original Metroid came out and I finally beat Mother Brain. That was still one of the most daunting boss fights I've ever played, because one, you don't know what it will take to beat this boss. There's no gauge. There's no anything. There's just you dodging everything. You're trying to get through everything. And when I beat, let me tell you, I've said this, I told this story many times before. When I beat Mother Brain, I lied to you not legit. I fell to the ground because it was so intense. I had, and I think I had little to no energy left. Mother Brain could have taken me out at any time in my, when I, tell you i beat that game i dropped like a ton of bricks because it, it did not get up for quite a while because i was depleted of any energy i had the vigor was gone <laughs> okay it this is not so much like that but i think a lot of it stems from my experiences with the original game and i haven't really beat a metroid game since i played some metroid games like super metroid and all this stuff but i never had any desire to want to beat it this one i absolutely have every desire to beat it because there's so much awesomeness to this game in terms of the the look the feel the 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 uh abilities and weapons that you have the design the, the design of the game just looks beautiful um i mean it's not perfect because there's some there's something that a lot of people are joking about online now and i think it's mostly from people who may not be used to playing metroid like this before and i it's not to say i don't disagree with them because it is something that i wish they would have worked on and added on to before but um 
it, it this is game just like it looks gorgeous for a game that's not a playstation 5 game and a xbox you know um xbox series x and s game this game makes you look at all at how beautiful it looks for for a game that's not like in that level graphically it is stunning absolutely stunning like it, it amazes me how nintendo is able to create these games that are not as nearly as powerful as that as a place like it's not ghost of shishima you know it's not um doesn't have the photorealistic look of you know um that game or or you know um horizon zero dawn or whatever like that or even god of war as such but their level design their level their character design everything it, it's a work of art in a sense that like it still levels up to those games it's amazing this does no different and uh this was the metroid game that i like playing by the way i've never been a fan of metroid prime i know there's a lot of third per first person you know shooter fans out there that worships that game that miyamoto developed and came out with i am not a fan of first person shooters let alone a first per this is the metroid game i've been waiting to play forever like now that they have this y'all can have the next metroid prime 4 i will not be buying that i have this so they they looked out for they're looking out for both people but i am so glad that they went back to the traditional way of you know doing this what brought us to the table in the first place so Let's go to the worlds that I've reached. Um, of course, you started at uh, Artari from there. Uh, reached uh, Kataris, Daran, uh, Borinia, uh, Fernia, Gon, uh, Gonvorin, and the recently uh, Elon. And this is me trying to stop playing this game. This this game guy has the jaws of life on me. And every time it's rather me, this is me. And I'm sure a lot of you have done the same thing. I would try to stop playing this game. I would get to a save point. And then I, in my mind, I'm like, I, I should really stop and take a break and just call it a night. But then I go out of there and then I just say like, all right, let me see what I'm dealing with so I can come back, you know, the next day and know what to expect. No, that doesn't that never works so what happens is i end up getting deeper into the rabbit hole again and i'm discovering all these things and i just realized that there is a new ability or skill that i that, that's nearby and i go for that meanwhile i get trapped and i get trapped right into this little area where the damn emmys is at and i can't turn the game off or i can't reset the game i could power off but i'm like i don't want to I, I hate i hate unfinished things that's my pet peeve. I don't like to th leave things unfinished. So I'm running away from Emmys or I'm fighting at a boss battle. And then I'm able, then once I finish and get through that, I have to find another safe point because I can't go back to the original safe point I was because the Emmy or the boss was there or whatever like that. And I managed to finally get to a safe point after, and, and also because I've got new abilities and new upgrades of missiles and all this stuff. I have to find another save point now. I can't stop the game, you know, on cold turkey or whatever like that. I got to find another save point. So I finally find a save point. And I say, now it's just stop. Now it's just stop. And just let it go. But let me see what's over here real quick. And then it just keeps going. It's, it, you know, it, it becomes an infinite loop. So eventually I did stop. And when I, unfortunately, when I stopped, it's like 1.30 in the morning or something like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm dead tired from this point right now. So this is how this goes. So, but as a result of me doing this and me being tired, I have succeeded a lot in this game. Um, my energy is at 599. I got 87 um, missiles up, uh, capable right now. In terms of the beams, I'm oh, I got my plasma, I got my diffusion, I got grapple right now. I got uh, missiles, I got ice and storm missiles. Storm. This is one of those things that I that I it took me a while. I like to say I hated it, but I also understood it because when you get certain new abilities like the storm missiles and stuff like that, for those who don't know, and in the morph ball and everything, you have to really know how, what you're doing because it's not like you just point and click. There's a certain style and technique that you have to develop and to really to master just using those moves alone it when it so when in battle you could do it flawlessly these are moves you have to master it's not just you being able to do these moves doing like a space jump or a speed jump or whatever like that you know that's that is spin jump that's one of those things so in terms of uh what is this uh the suits i'm still at the variance suit right now haven't gotten the other suit that allows me to you know or the gravity suit or any the suits that allow me to uh be immune to the cold areas so far i got the phantom cloak the flash shift the pulse um radar right now miscellaneous stuff i got the spider magnet the speed booster and space jump i recently was the last thing that i got so i'm there right now the bosses i've beat it was scorpius Crade, which got on my last nerve until of course which i'm sure all of you listeners know right now there's a much easier way to beat him and it requires you to sequence break the situation which thank you nintendo you knew that people were going to do that and if for those who don't know what sequence break is basically it's there's a certain order in which you need to go to in in metroid but you know gamers throughout history of this game series have been known to break the sequence of which you go so if you're supposed to be in one two three and four in those areas to gather everything properly some people will go straight to eight to get a certain weapon or whatever like now nintendo prepare for this the pe the great people in nintendo prepare for this and they set it up they knew people were going to sequence break this especially the crate issue so they what they did is that if you're going to sequence break it they're going to reward you for it you could beat it the straight way which I immediately got frustrated trying to uh, face crate that way or you could go and try to get certain items early like the bombs and the was it the bombs and the uh then the morph ball early and if you do that there's another way that you could be crate and you could use the morph ball to and there's a whole nother um cgi seek uh you know scene and this whole thing that they reward you with as well come to find out you beat them the first time there's you know just three different sequences of beating them or two different sequences of beat them but the second after you get through the first time which is fairly easy to do the second time is a little bit harder if you don't have to morph ball and the morph bombs but if you do having those abilities will allow you to open up a whole new different sequence and a whole different situation which require which allows you to beat him in less than a minute and it is awesome i am so happy because thank you youtube for discovering that look work harder not smarter people i know there were some people i spoke with that say like i'd rather do it the hard way no dude i i'm going the smarter way 
I have I have no shame in it. I have no shame in looking for help. I have no shame in asking people about it. There's I'm not getting laid or paid to go through the things the hard way. There is no incentive. There's no self-satisfaction. Hell, self-satisfaction that I beat this game, period. But I will tell you this, even though there is a faster way to beat cred, it is not easy because what you got to do to get the morph ball and bomb ahead of time is no small feat. You got to go and do these parkour tricks in order to do it. You still, there's still a sense of uh, satisfaction in doing it as well. And it makes it all the more rewarding to beat Craig through this. And luckily after that, the boss battles that I've gone through so far weren't as hard because once I had the abilities that I had, it made it a little bit more, uh, you know, even, you know, with the odds and everything. Robot Chozu's soldiers, I've actually fought and defeated. Uh, there's, you know, they spread out through this hole. One is the robot, but then uh, Dro, uh, G Dro Giga, I've beat and the chose you soldiers the recent one the, the, the two soldiers I beat because I was able to beat them using the storm missiles so that was my only thing my only dislike so far of this game is just the fact how very fast-paced these bosses are granted I am beating them but man they are so annoyingly fast <laughs> it's it irks me it really irks me but nothing irks me more than the Emmy robots the idea and people knew beforehand when they first saw the previews to this game and saw these me robots that we were going to have to go up against and them chasing same as airing and now we know the reason why they're chasing them i won't spoil that for people but there's a now even more of a reason why that they're chasing them down um they are i haven't been this intense i haven't felt this intense since playing the old nes version of friday the 13th okay because out of nowhere these things come out of nowhere but it's even more sad what makes it more satisfactory is when you beat them when you finally get a chance to beat them after getting the central uh, unit of them all they can be beat and it's very satisfactory after of them all there is a bit of a part that there's a trolling part in this game involving the emmys that i knew was going to happen and screw you guys for doing that but it is what it is um but you know, as much as I talk about pulling off the moves, I I wish they were a little bit more easier to pull off. But other than that, I get the idea that you're supposed to master everything that's going on here. So so far, if I, you know, this is leading into an A status here with me. As much as I hate the grind in here, I I would love for this game to be as you know fam fan friendly, uh, friendly and family friendly as Mario the mario games or even the zelda games this is for the hardcore if you're looking for a game to just enjoy the ride and experience i'm sorry to tell you people this is not one of those games this games this game is made to challenge you but it's not made to discourage you either if you hang on and i've seen youtube videos of people really pissed off because one and, and I, I would add this one too i would actually agree with them on this i wish that at this stage of uh, you know game development for Metroids, that they would kind of lead you to where you need to go. And they kind of just let you explore all the worlds together, which is kind of good, but I'd rather me have a choice to go the the actual sequence direction and, us, and allowing us to know where that direction is to go like next, rather than just let you just go everywhere 
into the game trying to make you figure out where to go next or just have you go everywhere which way but the direction that you need to go if they would have more of a directional you know a system that would give you a direction of where you need to go next and go there because there have been other games like metroid since metroid came out that does that strider the recent the last strider game that came out did that um there's a few other metroidvania games that does that as well and gives you an idea where you need to go next which makes the experience a lot more fun not this game surprisingly this game will not let you do that at all um i don't know yet if there's a new game plus i hope there is because i'd rather go through this game with everything that i have instead of playing this game all over again from scratch but if i know nintendo enough i know that this game probably won't have a new game plus on there which allows you to keep all your stuff and just enjoy the everything and beat everybody easily the second time around I would be surprised if it is. I haven't looked actually to see if there were, but nonetheless, with all that said, I am still enjoying the hell out of this game because if I didn't, I would have stopped playing this game ages ago. No, instead I am immersed into this experience. I feel like there's a certain proverbial badge of honor of getting through this game. Um, there's only there's only a rare amount of games that I will play that will make that will um, that I will allow to put me through all this stuff. This is guaranteed one of those games, and I gotta say I'm enjoying it so far. So I will give a complete grade by hopefully next week. Uh, I think I should beat this game by next week, but I will give a thorough grade for this next week nonetheless. But it is leading up to the A status. I don't know if this is going to be game of the year, but this is definitely going to be a candidate. Um, absolutely guaranteed a candidate for game of the year um, at best. So that will do it for this edition of Talk Time Live. Um, folks, thank you. Actually, Talk Time Live Extra Select Start, I should say. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you for all those that have been still downloading while I was on hiatus and I was taking this trip and everything. Um, next week, I already got the game set. Demon Slayer, the Hinokami Chronicles is out already, is out today. I got a chance to play it a little bit earlier. So I did take a break from Metroid to play a little bit of that game, which is out now. And I got to tell you, Cyber Connect 2 is a part of this. So if you guys love Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm, I think you're going to love this and know what to expect from this game. So I will give that review next week of that game. Definitely. And give you a follow up to metroid dread as well uh but sunday uh for the most part i will be talking about my experience at new york comic con uh whether i have any reviews or anything that will add on to that as well but you know for the most part i will give my thoughts and reviews on that uh experience as well there's things i didn't talk about on talktimelive.com which if you go on there right now i talked about my experience with nintendo uh oled but also my review of New York Comic Con is on air as well. Again, with pictures and footage of a lot of things that was going on. My, you know, footage of the AEW panel uh, is on air. It's just like a three minute video, uh, video of just what it looked like to be in there, especially this stage of it, the significance of it. I have all of that written down there, but I'll talk about that as well as some other things that I didn't talk about on there um, coming this Sunday. So stay tuned for that and much, much more. So I know Injustice is coming soon, so I will be reviewing that as well. And I've already got early talks of, ugh, 
<laughs> uh, we will be talking about that as well. Give my thoughts on that and much, much more. But thank you guys again. TalkTimeLive.com is your place to check out not only the blogs of the New York Comic Con experience, and, but also any of the recent podcasts, including this one that you're listening to right now, exclusive video interviews, uh, the media page with the Repop Metaverse panels that I hosted and was a part of and did interviews with the likes of the cast of Sailor Moon, um, Bleach, and that time I got reincarnated as a slime along with um, the cast of the core or the full core cast of My Hero Academia and the original OG cast of Pokemon as well. All of that, all that footage is on the website as well. So stay tuned for that. Stick to TalkTimeLive.com for that and any future content that will be coming, including uh, the Lego builds that I will be adding on it as well. So stay tuned for that. But if you also want to subscribe and download to your favorite podcast platforms, you could do so on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, Audible, Pocket Cast, and Pandora. And of course, shout out to all my people in the Tumblr community out there as well. Again, people, thank you so much for sticking with me, for supporting me and everything that you've done since then, this ever-growing listenership of people on talk time live thank you so very much so that will do it for me on behalf of myself this is dax xavier josiah saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live i am out of here take care and i'll talk to you guys in the weekend Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.